1: Chumba Casino. dot Terms conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to She Say She Say Sports. Let's welcome back Rod Walker, sports writer with the New Orleans Advocate. Rod, how's everything going?
0: It's going well. You know, we're getting close to the end of this, um,
1: <laughs> this last dance. About.
0: But okay, I'm sorry, we won't get no, you that. But other than that, yeah, no, I know. No, I know. Other than that, everything's going, you know, going well. You know. Um, Staying safe and doing the same thing we've been doing for the past, what, 10 weeks now, however many it
1: is. But. Yeah, it's a while. It has been a while. I, I noticed um, 45 states are supposed to be opening back, uh, Mississippi being one of them this weekend, um, salons, gyms, barbershops, and some restaurants. I don't think they're going to be full capacity, but I won't be there. It, it doesn't matter. But, um <laughs> I'm going to let the first few waves come out first and see, you know, how it goes. So
0: Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I mean, we're in Louisiana. They're opening some things back up a little bit on uh, Friday. And I think everything's pretty much at 25%, which isn't a lot of people in restaurants, but that's still more people than I want to be around right now. So I'm going to sit it out as well. And, uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll let everybody else test the waters for us and, uh, yeah. When, it's, when it's time, we'll. I guess I'm, you know, when I feel like it's safe, I'll get back out there. But for right now, I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing. I mean, so.
1: Yeah, I'm just hoping, you know, I think I mentioned, a lot, you know, my birthday is July 20th, and I was going to have a nice big party and go to, to the Bay Area for a week with some friends. And so that's kind of messed me up right now. Um, you know, I, I guess I have to get over it and just, plan it for later, you know, if yeah. I can't, be, well, it looks like, well, Los Angeles was going to be closed
0: for three months. Yeah, three, like that's shutting everything completely down, I think, for a while, and uh, I've always kind of felt bad for the people who were, you know, missing these, I mean, I know people who, ha- who had to cancel their wedding plans, and obviously yeah. birthdays, probably, birthdays probably aren't as big as weddings, but still, I mean, oh, it's that, yeah. and then you got funerals, you know, these people can't even give people proper funerals, and to me, that's like the,
1: I went to a COVID funeral and it was the worst because I couldn't console my friend. It was really, really bad. And it was just like, you know, when they said the prayer, the last prayer, they just, you know, put his mom in the ground and we had to just walk away. We had to leave, you know, and yeah, that's yeah. that's horrible. I can't even yeah. imagine. It, I, I cannot imagine. So, um, Oh, well, last week, you know, we talked about, you know, you said you weren't a big fan of Deal and Eric. So what do you think about the, um, the Saturday night? I wouldn't call I it. I thought crazy. it was,
0: yeah, I thought it was really good. I actually missed the first 10 minutes of it. And then when I got on, I mean, it was like, I was really, first of all, it was just the um, the sound and everything was perfect. I mean, you know, we've had was some battles where, where the Sound wasn't good, but everything was just perfect. And just the whole vibe of both of those that Jill and Erica just gave off. I mean, they were just, uh, you know, it didn't even feel like a battle to me. It felt like they were just, you know, two old, old friends talking. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. And I just thought that the energy they had was just really good. And obviously, their music was great. And I don't think I even saw many people even trying to pick a winner after it. I mean, I think everybody was just sort of just so into just seeing those two girls hanging out like that and you just kind of enjoyed the moment and just appreciated it. So I right. thought that was good. I thought that was good to see. And I did well, enjoy it.
1: So Somebody actually tried to, like, do the battle thing and um, Jill, I don't know if you heard Jill bring it up, and she was like, you know, somebody's trying to, like, pit, you know, pretty much pit us against each other. And Erica, of course, being Erica, said i I'm crazy. You know, I, I love, <laughs> it amazes me, I love both of them for different reasons um jill is you know chilled, they back you know she just she just moves erica right. is wild and crazy i love and it to me they're a they're a combination of me <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm you know i'm I, I love you know i'm just kind of i'm chilled but i can be and you know that i can be really goofy and like to have fun, and she like to have fun, too. She's just, just real cool with it, and it's just, right. it's just I, I liked it Se- being a singer and just seeing them, how they support one another. I really wish they had an action. They were singing, you know, bits and pieces, but I really wish they could have sung For Real, For Real. Yeah, yeah, you know?
0: that
1: was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would have yeah. been just, like, too much, I think. Yeah. So,
0: but but there was like a time in it when uh, I can't remember what happened, but I think Erica's phone died or something, and and Jill yeah. just like Jill just played, I think she played Tyrone or something, and yeah. you know just kind of filled in the gap. Like it wasn't, it was just just two black two black women supporting each other and just right. kind and of showing out love. I love. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully there was some lessons learned in that, and we can start, you know, just doing that with our people and not always trying to compare and pull one down. And just you know. It's, yeah. okay for, uh, it's okay for
1: both of them to be great. <laughs> it's okay for that. And, yeah. and, and you know, and I, I, I'm like you, I really hope we can, that brought a lesson because, you know, it was a million views. They broke, right. they, broke the, um, they broke Instagram. And so I'm hoping those viewers saw that, you know, they can still be great on both sides. Just enjoy right. both of them for who they are and what they bring to the table. Right. And then, you know, that same weekend, it was a rough weekend for entertainers. Andre Morrell Friday, Lil Richard Saturday, Betty Wright Sunday. It was I mean, I actually thought they were gonna cancel their thing because of Andre and Richard, but I'm glad right. they did because music actually heals. Um, and it took your mind off of that for a minute. Yeah. Um but it was it was just like a rough weekend. I'm it like was. Because
0: I mean, Babyface had a, um, something he was supposed to do on Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, on
1: Mother's Day, yeah. And he he yeah. ended
0: up postponing because of, yeah, Andre Harrell, so yeah. And uh, and out of those, I mean, all three of them are obviously legends, but Betty Wright was just somebody who, <laughs> I, I guess just, just growing up, you would just always hear Betty Wright stuff. I remember when I was a little bitty kid. Like, I remember my mom listening to Betty Wright, and at the time, I mean, I'm too young to really know what Betty Wright singing about, but even as you got older, like, those songs are, Still like classics, and like here in New Orleans, like they play um, "After the Pain." Like every time I go out somewhere here, but they have like a bounce version of it. I don't know if you ever heard the bounce version of "After the Pain," but it's like really—it's like a song that the women in New Orleans like they love it. Like the whole place is gonna be singing that song when they play that version of it. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's uh, yeah, all three of them are gonna go what, what, really be
1: what, 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 missed. Oh, yeah, they will be definitely missed. All three are legends in their own um, genre. Um, Betty, I'm not a blues fan at all. I mean, it's amazing. I'm from Mississippi. I sing, and people be like, I can't believe it. Never have been a blues fan. The only song that, you know, plus, you know how I grew up. You know, my mom didn't even really let us listen to secular music. I would have to sneak it at my grandmother's or whenever I was out somewhere. However my first time ever really knowing who she was was No Pain, No Gain. And yeah. I was, you know, like high school. And, right. you know, so, and I I mean, because they played it every five minutes, I hated that song. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, oh, my gosh. But she was a true legend in the game. Um, she, It was just like she broke barriers for a lot of blue sing- female blues singer, from my understanding. Is, is that right. correct, Do you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, that would be accurate,
1: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and so um, um, Lil' Richard, he was 87. I, you know, I was not too, too sad about his passing um, because he got to live a full life. Yeah. And, you know, he was the king of rock and roll. You know, some may try to question that, but he was definitely the king of rock and roll right. uh, from what I've read and seen, you know, documentaries on him. You know, they tried to say it was Elvis Presley, but Elvis learned from him. And, right. you know, he's the true king of rock and roll as well as and Andre Harrell was pretty much the king of hip-hop. I mean, he, right. my whole college, really my entire, from college up until now, is, you know, he's brought us Joe to see. Guy, Heavy D, Mary J. Blige, and these people are still, you know, in our lives, you know, musically, so,
0: right,
1: he, he, he was amazing, I, I just, and I was just on his page the day before he passed, um, you know, laughing at a post he put up about, you know, I'm leaving tomorrow going to 2020, and, you know, y'all want to go, and that was, I was like, that's a little eerie. Oh,
0: really? Wow. Yeah, and no, he put that. that up okay. saying,
1: I'm leaving tomorrow to go to 2021. And, you know, that was his last post. And so, you know, he, he left a, a strong, rich legacy, his son, who looks exactly like him. I mean, it's like he spit him out. Um, you know, I hope he will, you know, just take the, yeah. the what's the thing, um, baton, and, you know, continue yeah. his legacy. So I'm sure he will. Right. But that's not what we're here for. You know, we'll talk about music all day. <laughs> um, we're we we'll talking we'll
0: do we'll do music after the uh after the last dance ends yes. and come back and bring me back and we'll talk about some music stuff let's
1: do it <laughs> you know that's my now that's my first love sports and yeah. second so absolutely i would love that okay yeah. let's do that's it. a that's one goes. and two for
0: me too that's people always ask me why i love new orleans so much and those are the two things i'll tell them is because of the music here and just because of sports, because they bring so many, you know, big events here, Super Bowls right. and All Star games. So yeah, I'm, so we can do it.
1: <laughs> oh, that that'll be great. I'm I'm gonna keep you to that. And one more thing before we move on, um, this weekend is Ludacris and Nelly. Who you got? <sighs> I got Ludacris on this one. <laughs> uh,
0: probably Ludacris, but I I wasn't like a really huge fan of either one. I mean, I like them, but I guess I said the same thing last week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely be him, but, like, I'm not, I'm not fired enough about that one, but I'll, yeah. I'll watch it,
1: yeah. Yeah, Ludacris, I'm more of a fan of his. I didn't really, I liked Nelly, don't get me wrong, because Harden here, I had just moved to Dallas in OT, yeah. so that was like the bomb. And I didn't really know his earlier stuff, but I, I do yeah. like Nelly.
0: Well, when um, I think Nelly, I think of... Uh... I probably shouldn't even say this on the podcast, but I, no I just, I, <laughs> I, know I, won't, I won't even, I won't even say it, man, i just say, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you know, you just, I'm up late at night, two o'clock in the morning, VT like comes on, and
1: um, cut <laughs> whatever it's like,
0: called, <laughs> but, no, nah, but I did like, I mean, yeah, I, I like, I like both of them, I like both yeah. of them, but I just, I, but I, I never like bought any of their music, I don't think, like, like yeah, I went not into either. them like that.
1: Yeah, I, but I, I do. Yeah, I love Ludacris as an actor as well as um, uh, MC. He is. Yeah. I, I've always liked all of his music. You know, I can't complain. That you know, but yeah, I'm going with Ludacris. But anyway, part seven. Well, right, we are on week four, as you mentioned. I we got one more, one more segment. I'm, I'm getting kind of sad. I, I don't want it to go. However, I'm I'm enjoying the reminiscing and enjoying the glory days of my beloved bulls, but it can go on forever, and I'm glad Netflix is, you know, going to carry it so I can watch it whenever I like. So let's get into it. Part seven kind of dug into what we suspected would be discussed, the death of Mr. James Jordan, and, you know, Jordan, Mr. Jordan was was Michael's rock. I like the story. I, which I never knew this, Mike got suspended three times in the ninth grade. And his dad told him to keep, you know, getting in trouble, no more sports. And that was pretty much a wake-up call for him and probably was like the bridge that took him over to being his best friend and confidant from that day forward. What do you think?
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, cause I was surprised about that too. And it's actually, a, you know, most time if what grade was he in? There? He was ninth grade then? ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, most of the time, it still takes like a few more wake-up calls for a person, you know, they make some mistakes, and then they kind of, but Michael seemed to, after that threat of not playing sports, it seemed like he just got back, I mean, he got on the right track, and never. He got
1: on the right track. He
0: never ventured off, like most kids, you know, they might, you know, they'll do something else again by the, in the 10th grade, and you know, it, and eventually they get it, but for whatever reason, Michael Jordan seemed to get it right away, and and stayed on the straight and narrow after that. So, I mean, that says a lot. But, I was, yeah, I was surprised about that because he just never even came across as a kid who got into any kind of trouble. He seemed sort of squeaky clean almost, I guess, growing up. But, I mean, we, you know, we're all boys growing up in the South. Right. Boys just growing up here. So, yeah, I mean, right. it happens.
1: And, I, and probably, you know, because he's so competitive, he was competitive then probably, but just didn't know how to bottle up, his emotions and you know so he probably got in fights and you know yeah
0: uh, yeah just, you know, just no normal problem. stuff though
1: Just being yeah. a boy yeah right. just being a boy and you know his parents was you know they were his anchor and losing his father i'm sure it was devastating as we know august 13th, 93 mr joy's body was found with one shot to the chest and the media speculated that michael mr joy's murder was due to mj's gambling as a journalist were they wrong for spinning that story?
0: Man, that's a good question. I actually thought about that as they were showing that part. Like, um, I think with no evidence of that, I mean, it's probably wrong to do it. But I do think that there was, man, that was like so many just different little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's so many different signs of things that, I mean, his gambling stuff is something that it was out there. So I I think as a columnist, I mean, you have the right to write your opinion. And I mm-hmm. think it was probably, I wouldn't have done it because I think it's just kind of tacky. But, I mean, you know, he's in a big market and who he was. I mean, I, I think there were going to be some people who were going to probably speculate that. And, and I'm saying all that, and to this day, even though they sort of, made it seem like that wasn't the case. I mean, I still, in the back of my mind, I still think that it could have been gambling-related because even just, and I don't want to say it to sound insensitive, but, like, even when he was driving home and, you know, they say he pulled over and to, to go to sleep, and maybe that was the case, but it is, there are definitely some things that make you wonder, like, ah, is that really how it went down? But I, I don't know. I mean, it's, that's probably not even fair for me to <laughs> no, say. But, no, no, I, I
1: totally agree with you. Um in my mind, and, you know, when it when it happened, I remember when it happened and when they explained that, you know, he sometimes, you know, and they brought it up, you know, Larry Jordan, his son brought it up, and his mom, you know, sometimes he didn't call. You know, he was playing golf, you know, they were saying right. he was caught up. He just didn't. And I guess you can't get so, so sleepy that you'll pull over on the, well, as a female, I would not do that. As a, wom- a, a woman, right. I wouldn't do that. I would have to, you know, get a hotel or something. And I'm like, well, so me in my twenties thinking, then I'm like, well, I mean, he could have, you know, got a hotel room or you know, why he just sleep on the side of the road? It just didn't make any sense to me. Right. It didn't. It
0: didn't really add. Yeah.
1: It didn't add up. Um, you know. Of course, they. They. You know. It two teenagers still in jail. They actually were up for parole a few years ago. Of course, they got denied. Um, but it was tacky to me. It reminded me of Gail King interview with Lisa Leslie a few months ago after Kobe died. Yeah. Bringing up the Kobe allegation, the rape allegation with Kobe that happened in 2003, 2004 time. And it was tacky. Um she had time to talk to Kobe if she wanted to. Right. It, was, it wasn't it was warranted. I get it, but, you know, and then it's like, as a journalist, no, she, you know, it wasn't wrong for her to ask, but when she kept pushing the issue with right. Lisa, you know, but you don't really know him. You don't know how he is when he's aggressive. That's right. where yeah. it crossed the line. And, yeah. and you I, know. I think
0: with this one, it, it was okay to – to think it but I don't I just don't know if I would have written it. I mean I could I mean I think we all thought it or we yeah, you know we, we all thought it yeah. So I don't know if I would have written it but and I think and I don't know who the first person to write it was. But I think once somebody wrote it and put it out there I think other people just sort of jumped on it and, you know, started, you know, doing the same thing. They just sort of mm-hmm. had legs and just started growing and and just kind of spiraled into what it became and uh yeah that's
1: you know, that's tough and it's you
0: know, it's a sensitive subject. I mean, dude's, it's a very best, his, <laughs> dude's best friend died
1: basically and, uh, Right. Yeah. and you try to blame it on him and right. just right. you know, but like I said, i I've, I've I'm still have all i still have always in the back of my mind, like, could it have had something to do with that? Because, you know, like we discussed last week, he was dealing with Slim Bowler. He was a shady character, you know. That's the only one we knew of. Michael was so competitive, and you know, you never know. I, I don't know. I, I'm, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I, and I don't think
0: we'll, we'll never know.
1: We'll never know. I mean, to me, and if I we didn't
0: know. find out, if we didn't find out in that episode, I don't think we'll ever know. But even when I watched it, I mean, as it was happening, and even when they, when Michael Jordan and all the people close to him disputed it, I mean, still in the back of my mind, you know, in the I had back of my mind. doubt. I had doubt. Yeah, I was just. You know, and that's just being real. I mean, that's,
1: I, and that's know. human nature, and, right. and that's being real. And, and, and Ron, you know how I love Mike. And, you know, I but I can't be the person who, you know, pretend like he's perfect and, right. you know, he's done nothing wrong and this and that. It's human nature to feel that way, and it's okay. You know, I right. would, I'm like you. I wouldn't have never brought it up. I, I wouldn't have never wrote it. I wouldn't have never put it on my, you know, if I had a show back then and been like, you know, well, you know, I speculate, you know, I thought it like everybody else did. But like you said, when that first um, journalist or writer put it out there, then it grew legs. And so.
0: Even if it is true at this point, I mean, we, what, 25, 26, 27 years later, whatever. At this point, it doesn't even, Michael, if he's moved on past it, I mean, just, let it, you know, just, just let it, just let it, just let it go. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't yeah. like if it came back out now and somebody said, "Oh, we we have proof that it was." I mean, at this point, like, so what? I mean, it's,
1: I mean, what does it matter? I mean, because right, I mean, right. it's not going to bring him back. Right, and you know, the family has healed from that and moved on. So, right. but so you know, as we mentioned, you know, we know in parts five and six, MJ hinted at retiring due to the gambling allegations. And just, just tired. You know, he was worn out after winning three championships. So, after, you know, Mr. Jordan's death, he decided to do that, to retire. And it was a right. crooked sports world. As an MJ and Bulls fan, I was devastated. I was still staying with my parents at the time. And my dad was like, if you don't get it together, I mean, I cried. <laughs> oh, my God. Like he had died. I could I'm. I'm just, I was just so upset. And you know, and I'm this is before he even got on T V and, you know, said he was because, you know, it was talk that he was right, gonna right, do and we right. knew he was you know, the conference was coming and I was just I can still see me sitting um in my bed and just looking at the T V and tears just rolling down my face. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, um when yeah. Denzel got beat on Glory and that, that tears right. <laughs> up with me. Yeah. <laughs> I was so devastated. Yeah. But,
0: for whatever reason, he just didn't. Like I said, I I think I mentioned this on one of our mm-hmm. podcasts. Like when Dr. J re- retired, I cried. But for for Jordan's, I didn't, and I'm surprised I didn't when I think about mm-hmm. it. Like doc, Dr. J was the last person I cried for as far as retiring. When uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I, I just gotten older, I guess, and I don't know. I just, yeah, I was sad about it, but it just did. It, it wasn't as emotional as as Dr. J's was for me.
1: Right. Well, you know, he left abruptly doing a gambling investigation and his father had been murdered. Do you think the 18-month retirement was a suspension from the commissioner? And we know, you know, Stern said it was not on the the thing, but what do you think?
0: That's another one of those things I think in the back of my mind. I (laughs) I think I always probably think that was the case. I mean, it just, and I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a suspension, like, stern to say, you, you got to go. But I think, and maybe it was something you know, like, look, we just need to separate ourselves from each other for a little while and let all this stuff die down. I don't know. But I I think I will always think that it, it was related to that. I, I think it's all connected. And I probably always think that unless somebody comes out and gives me some concrete evidence that it right. was the case. And I know they, they tried to do that in the documentary. So, you know, it was, they kind of mentioned how Jordan, that, um, I forgot who it was. Somebody said he had mentioned baseball like a year before. I don't know if that was in a documentary. If I read that somewhere else, I can't remember. But uh, they just made it sound like you know this is something that he had kind of hinted at. You know, he did. All along. I, mean, I
1: he did kind of hint at it. I believe. I, I'm trying to remember too, because I've been watching so much stuff on oh my. Right. God. That's how I can't <laughs> remember. And, and that's you know when I see it, I try to write it down immediately so I won't forget it. But I do think he did mention something about baseball. Now, I do. he did mention um, retiring. He was retired, right, right, yeah. Um, that he would quit. He wanted to quit, but he couldn't do to the 92 Olympics. And as competitive competitor he is, he wanted to surpass Magic by having a 3 piece and, right. you know, getting the ring. So right. he just, you know, was like, I couldn't do it at that time. And then he said he discussed it with his dad before he right. died. So right. um, I – at the time when he retired, you know, when they were saying, you know, it was because of the, what was going on with him, yeah, it did have something going on with him. Because, one, like, you know, he had already mentioned in 92, he was, you know, he was tired. Um, he just needed a break. And then when his dad, the, you know, the gambling allegations and his dad gets murdered, that's a lot. Right. I would have probably retired too, because you right. your head is not in the game, and if Mike had to continue playing, we wouldn't have got the mic we had before it would have he would, oh yeah he would have, he definitely he needed a
0: break, him. yeah, he definitely needed a break I mean he was thirty years old that's a lot for a, a thirty year old to be yeah uh trying to you know just trying to do all that at one time, so yeah, I think he definitely needed a break and if he didn't had a break, I don't know. I don't know how his career would have turned out. I mean, he, he, was, they had the, he would have had the 3 peak, but like that next That's year, been, I mean, I they, think
1: that probably would have been that might have been because it because
0: they probably weren't going to beat Houston the next year or the Knicks, whoever. They probably – I think he was just burnt out. People so then, it. yeah, so I don't know what happened to his career at that point. I mean, he might – I don't know. It would have been interesting to see actually how it would have turned out if he had – No, it wouldn't
1: you know. have
0: been. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, you don't want to think about him – yeah, no, I mean him. I
1: him without a, yeah, I cannot is. imagine how if, it would have been just like I. I can't even. I don't know. I. I, I can't even. I can't fathom it. <laughs> just the thought of him coming back that next season and trying to because they wouldn't. They wouldn't. The media would have ate him alive. They would have stayed on him.
0: And yeah, it'd have been tough. He,
1: it would have been too much mentally on him because, you know, he needed time to heal. And what I, I love, when you know, when Mike told Reisendorf that he was retiring, he was like, well, you know, you need to talk to Phil before you do that. Do you think Reisendorf thought Phil could possibly change MJ's mind?
0: Probably so. I mean, I'm sure he was hoping that he could. And
1: uh... Right.
0: Actually, that didn't go. It didn't go like like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he thought he was hoping he could, or he just wanted, or maybe he just wanted
1: him, him to talk respect. it
0: out. Yeah, yeah, just out of respect. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because I mean, Phil was the anchor of that team, and you know, if anything, he owed him that. I don't think right. he would agree without talking to Mike. Anyway, I think he just told you know Jerry because he is the owner of the team, and right. you know, just letting him know. His um, what he's gonna do? But I don't think anyone. I don't think anything could have changed his mind. It was no, no, he, could, he needed uh, yeah. the time to rest his body, mind, and come to grips with his dad being gone. So right. um, we get to spring camp '94. MJ goes to White Sox camp in Sarasota, Florida. Um, you know his he said his dad always wanted him to play, and his brother Larry. You know he you know he said he thought him and Mike will play baseball together. I don't know if he meant professionally or what, you know, but, you know, he hadn't played since he was 17, and he starts playing in double A league again at age 31. And, you know, they said the reason why they had him in double A league was because they needed, you know, a bigger – what was it? A bigger – Just
0: uh, just for all the media that – yeah, they just needed something to handle all the media they would have the single Right. Yeah.
1: And, they, you know, they sold out every park. He had 13-game hidden streaks that first month, but then the tables turned. He started striking out. And as you know, the media, <laughs> here they come. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Sports Illustrated made the worst mistake. You know, they did that story on him, and the cover said, baggy, Michael. We could pick of him striking out. You know, needless to say, he never did an interview or cover with them again. And it's just like, all he wanted, well, he said all he wanted was the opportunity to interview with to them. Talk, they didn't even yeah. interview him. They just, right. you know, do you think they owed him that opportunity? And again, because both of us are, you know, in media now, you know, especially you, did they, did, I mean, because I'm sure you do stories on athletes that you don't interview them and you do. Yeah, it I think on,
0: it's. As a columnist, you get to—I mean, you basically get to write your opinion on stuff. Anyway, you don't really have to talk mm-hmm. to the person. I can just, uh, you know, just offer my opinion on anything I want to. Right, right. So I don't—I don't really think they really. Well, I think because of his relationship with Sports Illustrated previously, I mean, he'd been on the cover i don't know how many times before that. They probably should have. I mean, they, yeah, they—they they should have just because of the previous relationship. But I they didn't—they didn't owe it to him, but they should have just out of respect for him and he, he's been good to, he's been good for you all these years so yeah just and i'm sure he would have like i'm sure he was he would have been accessible for them to talk to him, so yeah i don't really know why they didn't just, just 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 reach out to him
1: right and and then you know but why didn't y'all write a you know story on the 13 hidden street i guess they was like you know it's like they were kind of waiting for him to fail because nobody wanted him to play baseball <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that that could be the case, yeah. And baseball is one of those sports. I mean, it's really – baseball, people are so – what's the word? They, like, when it comes to, like, just their tradition and their – they just take a lot of pride in the sport. So for somebody to just think, oh, I'm just going to go play baseball, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are some people in, in baseball who were a little offended by that, actually, because baseball ain't the kind mm-hmm. of sport you can – you can't just not play baseball for –
1: and, so well. and
0: then just pop up and be in double A. I mean, that's, so I mean, I, <laughs> I do, I do understand the animosity a little bit. I mean, it's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's sort of a, it's an insult. I mean, he took somebody's spot. I mean, somebody could have had that spot probably. Yes, that sir. probably was more deserving of it. So, um, I mean, so what? I do understand some of the backlash. But yeah, they, they still owed him that much. too. yeah, they should have reached out to him.
1: Well, when your boss is the owner of two, you know, the White right. Sox and right. the Bulls, I mean, you know, he loved Mike. And it right. was like I think, he think, I think he knew he needed that. And taking that 18-month break allowed MJ to get his life together. He enjoyed yeah. the traveling, the team, because they treated him like one of the guys. And right. You know what right. I, I noticed from that, um, seeing him, you know, like laughing and playing with them, he enjoyed not being the best. Right. He just enjoyed being one of the guys, and the pressure of being the best was not on him. Right. And, and I mean, due to his work ethic, at, at he ended up getting two over two hundred. And Rosendorf said, "Had he kept playing, he could have been, you know, one of, of one of, of a very solid baseball player." So. Right. You know, I mean, he he wasn't no punk. You know, when they did that, <laughs> when they did that cover, that's when he really started working. You know. Right. And um. It's it's just interesting um, how that all played out for him. Um, Well, while MJ was gone, Scotty takes the role of leader, and he's a superstar of the team, something he wanted when he first got to the Bulls. Remember, we talked Uh, about the first show. And, you know, Scotty was a different leader, more of a motivator and a comforter to the team, you know, and MJ did his – Best, I mean, I'm sorry, not MJ. Field did his best coaching while he was gone. Right. And You know, Scott was not a, facilit- a scorer but a facilitator, and the triangle defense worked perfect with MJ being gone. Who coach emerged as a shooter, and, you know, Field was kind of tough on him because he was developing him to have that killer instinct. Nobody really had the killer instinct like Mike on that team, but, you know, he did what he did. You know, we get to the 94 Eastern playoffs against the Knicks, And in field fashion, because that's what he did, he made decisions in big games, like at the last minute. he tells Scotty, you take the ball out and, you know, let Kuko shoot. Well, you know, as we know, Scotty didn't take well to that, and he said he wasn't going into the game. And they end up losing that game.
0: No, they won because Kukos hit the yeah, shot. they
1: won that game. They lost the series. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won um, the game.
0: Yeah.
1: The, you know, and then, you know, the team felt like he let them down, Cartwright Klein makes a speech. Now, throughout this docuseries, it seemed like Scotty is a scapegoat. I mean. I, I agree. I agree. I, <laughs> I think I they, they, they. things happen and it has to be told, but is it fair to Scotty of how these stories are making him look like as a teammate?
0: Um, probably not, because he was so good and so he, such a big part funny. of how good they were. Yeah, I mean he was he was the MVP of the All Star game that that year and third in MVP voting that year and all the other years before. I mean he was, yeah. I mean they were a big. And to me, this, I don't even know if they needed this storyline in it. Really, the one the, him not checking the game. Like I don't even know if that was it was a I big mean, deal, but I just don't know if it was even needed in this documentary. They had the one with, um, what was the first thing they did on Scotty when he, the,
1: the oh, about contract? the surgery.
0: Yeah, the contract and the surgery. I mean, they they did that him sitting out of the season. So, yeah, I think they sort of made him. Then the migraine look, yeah, they, yeah, they did the, the migraine one. Yeah, they done that one. So, yeah, I think they kind of took some shots I at mean, him that they probably didn't have, like all of them stories wasn't really that necessary, I don't think, to this. Well, and and I, I, I didn't realize it. Somebody was saying, it might have been Will Barnes saying that, like, Scotty hadn't really talked a whole lot since the documentary he came hasn't. out. I didn't realize that, but they said he's kind of refused to talk, I mean, just because I think he, he really probably, hasn't. yeah. And I think, because even, I don't know, I just think they've sort of <laughs> he kind of threw him under the bus sometimes they didn't really need to. I guess that's the I, best way to say well, it. Well, you
1: know what, the contract part was needed because. Oh, that was needed, yeah. You know, their relationship yeah. between Jerry Krause.
0: Yeah, that was needed. So that was needed. Um, I thought the surgery, him, you know, refusing to have surgery right away and waiting till the season started. I thought that was okay
1: because that that season, yeah, that was needed. Yeah, this last
0: one, I don't know if this one was needed. Yeah, I mean, it was just a they could have just went through that series and say that, you know, that the Bulls lost and whatever, and been okay and been done with it. But yeah, I don't know if they had to put a focus on that. And I can't remember what did what did Michael say?
1: Michael only thing, you know, he didn't really say, he just said that um you know I mean he, he frowned was, on
0: he said something bad. He said something he, like that. I he,
1: can't remember what he said though, but yeah. Um
0: and what they said I, was right. I um, mean when they said he, when they said Scotty quit on him that game, when Kerr and Autumn said that yeah, they, they, they were right. they were right. They were right. That's what happened, because but I just they not
1: he was their leader.
0: Yeah, they were absolutely right.
1: He was the leader that he always wanted to be on that team. And just like the two times, you know, when Phil told Mike, let Paxton take the shot, let Kerr take the shot, he could have got offended and been like, you know, oh, you think they better than me? But I think at that point he finally realized Mike, well, it was with Paxton that he finally realized that Phil knew what he was doing and right. everything was for the good of the team. It wasn't the fact that he didn't think you was better. No, he knew you right. was better, but it's just like this dude, he, he got that laser shot right now. Let right. him take the shot. And, yeah. you know, and it worked on in their behalf. So I guess they had to bring that part up, now that I'm talking this through, they had to bring up that part with him sitting out the last few seconds, few minutes of the game because he was the leader. Yeah. And well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, if I if I look at it that way, but let's get this straight. Scotty was an intricate part of the Bulls. They wouldn't have won those six rings without him, and they couldn't right. win one without MJ. They needed right. one another. But needed to,
0: yeah, Yeah, yeah. The thing about Scotty's shot, I mean, about that shot. If if Kukoc has missed that shot, then, like Scotty, Scotty wouldn't have even taken out that heat for. But I mean, I know that they had. I mean, you can't just say what if, but you know right. the fact that Kukoc made the shot just made it even worse. So, it made it, it made it worse for Scotty, yeah. Because okay. if he had missed it, I mean, Scotty would have had a legit gripe, right, probably, and he would have, you know, I mean, he just could have, I don't know, I don't know how it would have played it out, but, you know, just all that I stuff think, kind of. I
1: think he probably together. had in his mind that ghost to MJ, and, and he probably was thinking when Phil told him that, you wouldn't let MJ take the ball out. Right. Never and again, you know Scotty had
0: such a great season. I mean, he like I said, he was like he the third and MVP. So I mean, I I, I get it, but he, he still was wrong. But I I get it. Yeah. I, I
1: mean, yeah, he should have.
0: Yeah. I mean, to not go into the game is is really bad. I mean, it's a bad look, and it ain't. I mean, I can't even I can't even really defend a matter for not going into a game. Yeah. You know
1: what I I I'm saying? That that is wrong.
0: But yeah. Yeah. It was they, wrong. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I just. I, I don't like how they making him escape, scapegoat. I just right. I don't. And right. you know, Mike has to give approval to all of this, right?
0: You know, right.
1: I, I wish. And I even
0: if I don't know what their relationship is like. I mean, Scotty always speaks highly of Mike, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that was my boy. Like, if I was Mike, I would probably like say, hey, "Nah, we don't have to show this part." I would, I would at least tone it down. I, I don't know. I would have done something.
1: I don't know. I it's it's interesting. It it is very interesting. So I I'm I'm sure we're gonna hear some stuff when all of this is over. Yeah, when
0: it's over. I think yeah. I think we'll hear some more stuff yeah. when it's over, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm sure Scotty may And be maybe probably.
0: that's what Scotty Scotty might be just waiting to see how it all plays out, you because know, Scotty might be thinking, Okay, well maybe this last episode they're gonna make me look really good or something. So he might just be sitting back waiting to see how you know how to you know, wait until it's all over with, so
1: that's true. So well Let's move to 98, um, the last part of Part 7, the Bulls sweep the Nets. The team, you know, they felt like MJ was ridiculing the team and was too hard on them. And at the time, he was like on Scott Burrell. Oh, my gosh. I felt sorry for him. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: was pretty bad, yeah. (laughs) He was
1: such a sweet guy, and MJ was pushing him hard. And he he called him a garden tool a couple of times. Right, right. He
0: just, yeah.
1: I was like, oh, my God, I could not believe it. It was just like, I'm like, I couldn't believe it. That's all I can say. Yeah. And I'm just like, it, but he said he wanted him to fight back, but he was so nice. Right, It you know, just went in
0: and, yeah, you can't,
1: can't just make somebody be who they're
0: not, yeah.
1: Yeah, but, but the pushing made him a better player. And Purdue even said, he said MJ was an asshole, but when you look back, they needed it, and that right. and that he was a good teammate. You know, so hindsight is twenty twenty. At the time, they was like, "Oh, I hate him. You know, I wish he stopped. You know, what is wrong with him? He all he wants to do is win." But MJ said, "You know, he had to use another method to get him to be a better teammate." But you know, at the end, we see MJ says his mentality was to go and win at all costs, and then he calls break. He gets emotional. He caught right. Why do you think he became so emotional during the taping?
0: I think, I think on that part, like they had right before they, before he started talking, they had like showed him clips of
1: what they said,
0: oh, what the players saying. I think he just sort of, I don't know if he had ever paused to think about how he
1: oh. treated his teammates,
0: affected people. Mm-hmm. I think that was a, I think that was the first time it actually hit him. Like, oh, okay, this is how they. This is how they saw it. Mm. He, he probably never – I don't think Michael even saw it like that. He thought he was pushing his teammates. And I think he, it was just kind of a, just a way for him to – it just made him reflect on it a little bit more. And I think I think that was a good moment for him, though. I mean, it, was, it showed that – it did yeah. show another side of him. <laughs> yeah, it showed he's human, and it just kind of shows showed his drive, and I just think it all um, – I thought it was good. I, mean, I thought that was a perfect – ending for that episode, and it just showed both sides of him. I mean, it showed why he was so tough on him, and it also showed that he, I mean, I think he had a little, he doesn't regret it, but I think it did just show that he had some kind of compassion for after seeing how they looked at it, I think.
1: Right. And, you know, and I think during that time, because we know how competitive he is, he didn't mean any, it wasn't. He didn't mean harm, right. and I and right. I'm a, and I'm a girl, so you know, guys, y'all talk different to each other in right. in games, and you know, comp- right. and being competitive, you know, y'all talk crazy to each other. So I've seen guys talk to each other like that, and they're right. cool, you know, everything be fine. Right. But I think, like you said, you know, when he saw their interviews and look, you know, probably looking at how he was
0: talking to Scott Burrell, that probably you know, it was like, dang, you know. Right. I think it looks it looks worse on the outside looking into it. Even if mm-hmm. it's even if it's even for him it probably looked worse looking back at it Because when you're in the right. mall, you, you don't really even think about it, man. It's just that's basically locker room talking. That's how guys talk to each other anyway. So Right. But I think I think just looking back on it and then knowing everybody else is looking at it and just how it's probably making you look. Like I can, I could see that. Like being like, whoa, okay, I didn't realize I was
1: that bad. I, right, you don't
0: realize how bad it is until you, on the outside, looking back at it. So right, it was, it was, yeah. it was
1: a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. So, so we move on to part eight, and it takes us back to March '95, and.
0: Hey, let me, 95. Right okay. let me ask you this right quick. Let me ask you this: Why, why you saying moving back? Because you and I grew up in this time, so we understood it, and it was kind of easy for us to, like, follow the story. Right. But I've, I've seen people, usually, like, younger people who didn't know all this story, they say that they've gotten a little confused with all the back and forth. Do you think it could be confusing somebody who doesn't know the stories?
1: I or you think, think since it they probably they, can. Because, like yeah. you say, I get it. You know, when they how they're moving, like, from 98 to 95, 90, you know, they're telling yeah. us when. but right. The way how they're doing it, it all ends up at the same place. And I, like you said, we 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 were
0: there. We, we get thought. it, like, We get it, yeah. But I just know some people. They say like, because some of the back and forth, I can't remember which episode it was like.
1: Uh, all of them. The, back the, and
0: forth. The, yeah, but I'm saying like, there was one in particular. Like this person was telling me that they, like, they got confused because like Dennis Rodman was on the Bulls, then they went back and he was on the Pistons, and they just. Oh. and This is somebody who was young. This person was like early 20s, so they just didn't really.
1: This is somebody who actually
0: works in the, yeah, they work in the, they work with me actually. They just didn't understand. Like, they were just getting confused. I mean, I try to explain it to them, but I can just see how it, it, I don't know why the documentary, I don't know if they could have done it better if they had just gone straight chronological order and just went from North Carolina. I mean, it might work fine this way, but
1: Mm -hmm. I do think some of it. It's a method to the madness that they're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because. All of it kind of ties in to what was going on, and then I get it, right. and I'm like, yeah. you, you know, that's why I have to, when I'm watching it, you know, people be telling, I'm like, really seriously, don't bother me the next right. two hours. I can't talk <laughs> right now because I need to, I'm I'm typing, I'm writing, and I'm trying right. to figure out what's what, and, what, you know, even, right. you know, it can be very confusing, yeah. but I'm like, but you I, since we were there.
0: Yeah, like it's not confusing me at all.
1: Yeah. And like when they
0: when they talked about like they had Dennis Robin and then they went back to his beginning. Like I was okay with that. I think mm-hmm. sometimes what's confusing is all the different like going from this playoff to that playoff and you just showing right. you know, they uh-huh. go they go from the ninety eight playoffs back to ninety three then it's just kinda
1: <laughs> I, I can see how that
0: could be confusing to somebody who yeah. doesn't have a clue of what's going on.
1: And, you know, so I think, yeah, it it can be very confusing, like you said, for people that don't understand what's going on, especially if they were not born or were a little kid. But, you know, we get it because we were there. And so, but, yeah, but I still have to be writing stuff down because I'm like, since we've been talking about this, I have to keep up with it. Right, right. And just, you know, so, you know, that's why I was like, you heard me, takes us back to march 95
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what made me think about it when you said yeah. take us back i thought about the little thing on the tv screen when it's you know the timeline just goes right. back to 95.
1: Right. anyway right. go ahead yeah. go ahead we're going back <laughs> yeah. and you know as we know baseball went on strike and before i go going any further let me tell you something <laughs> when i was watching it the other day i started laughing i said you know i always thought god was a bulls and an mj fan why would, you, I mean, a baseball strike right when he left, the, you know, he didn't left the Bulls. He, you right. know, he's getting ready to get his stride with this baseball thing, and they go on a strike. Right. And so, then Mike, you know, he, he called BJ, you know, hey, what you doing? And BJ, like, you know, I'm going to go to practice. He was like, well, meet me for, you know, breakfast, and they meet for breakfast, talk. He was like, well, why don't you come to practice? And I really think all of that was just like lined up. It was just lined up for him, destined yeah. Destined, yeah. right? <laughs> to be doing what he does best, right. And you know, he goes, he plays, and you know, he didn't, he didn't get that little feeling back, right? He plays yeah. a few more games, and you know, what, rem- you know, when he decided to come back, and I'm, I'm a, I, I want you to speak on this too. When he decided to come back, you know, he went and talked to his agent. And, the, you know, you saw the agent was, like, writing different stuff. And Mike like, mm-mm, that ain't working. And he was like, well, write what you want to put. And he just said, I'm back.
0: I'm back, yeah.
1: So I immediately thought about LeBron James. And I'm not yeah. bashing yeah. him uh, LeBron fans, so calm down. But <laughs> he had a circus going on when he was like, you know, I'm moving my talents to Miami. I hated that. To the core, because I'm like, this is so dumb. You know, it took an hour for you to say you're going to Miami. It's not that serious, and it's you know, even though it was a big thing, especially for fans. It's, you know, you're leaving your team right. to go get with another team so you can win a championship. I understand it, but all Mike said was, "I'm back." What are right. your thoughts on just the comparisons of those two?
0: Um, definitely. <laughs> They were definitely different in how they handled that. Um, I think with LeBron, I think he wanted to try to do something that would make the people in Cleveland not hate him. So I think he – it didn't go like he thought it would, I don't think. But I mean, That's even the, nice. the whole – it, it made it worse. right. It made it a whole lot worse. But I think yeah. at the time, I think he was thinking that. And, you know, he used the little boys – they did it at the Boys and Girls Club or whatever, and – I just think I don't know. It just it was a bad move. But then when he went back to Cleveland, I can't remember what exact was, like. was it. I'm back or I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming home or whatever. And that was, kind of, that was basically all he said. He just said I'm coming home, and he put that out there. So I mean that was sort of like what Mike did, I guess, as far as yeah. getting straight to the point. But yeah, I mean it's. I think what Jordan did was that was all he needed to say. Like he. It was perfect. Anything and, and more than that would have been like, no, nah, we don't need to hear all it. Just I'm back was. Right. He did it He did it the right way. He did, he did it the, the right way. way, and LeBron did it the wrong way at that time. But LeBron was leaving, so, I mean, I think when you leave and you, I don't know, I, I just I can imagine how hard that was. I mean, he wasn't just leaving the team. He was leaving the place he grew up. So, I mean, for him, it was, I think it was really difficult for LeBron to, to have to do that because he knew, I mean, those people were counting on him. Right. He had basically promised them that he was going to, get them a title, and he didn't get it done, so he had to leave and then come back to do it. But So, I mean, I think I understand why that was difficult for him to do.
1: Well, you know what, as we're talking about this, and I'm thinking, you know, different eras also, the media is totally different now. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, that know, has a lot to do with it, too, yeah. The NBA is the billion-dollar business, and, you know, with them like, no, let's make this a big fanfare, you know, and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So that probably had a lot to do with do with it as well. I just didn't like. I think it was I mean, to me it was dumb. Um, we waited an hour for you to say I'm taking my talent to the Miami Heat. It all was. Right. Just, I didn't like it at all. So yeah, that was just me. I, so.
0: yeah, I didn't like it. And I remember watching. It, it was me and my coworker Todd Kelly. We went to Clan Legend in the office, looking at TV, and I thought he was staying. I said, "Man, he ain't leaving." And Todd was like, as the show went on. And it kept going, and
1: just you hear looking
0: as the show went on, <laughs> the show went on, and it went on. And I think Ty just kind of watching LeBron's body language. He said, "Man, you know what? I think he's leaving." And I still didn't quite believe. It. And then when he said, "I'm like, whoa, he is leaving." Oh so yeah, but it, yeah, it was definitely way too drawn out.
1: It was too drawn.
0: Out, and and I think it's one of the things that if LeBron could do it over. I mean, he wouldn't do it, but you know. Yeah, I think so
1: too. But it because it was yeah. just like, dude, whatever. Yeah. But March 18th, 95. So, Rod, you and I, we were at Word of Faith at that time. It was on a Sunday. I rushed home from church because I knew my boo was coming back. And this is so weird. I, You remember that red Dodge neon I used to have? You weren't no, You weren't there yet. You weren't, weren't no, you weren't No, no,
0: at 95. No, I wasn't
1: there yet at 95. You were not there. I'm sorry. No, you were not, not there But I rushed home. I rushed home and and washed my red Dodge Neon. I cleaned. I'm talking about, I don't know why I thought, I'm like, is it because I want to shine in red because of the bull colors? I, <laughs> I don't understand. But I was so excited. And, you know, what were your feelings on his comeback?
0: You know, when they shot, like, I don't really – like you remember that day specifically? Like I don't remember that day. Like I don't remember going home to watch that game and maybe I am sure I did, but I just don't mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't stick out to me like <laughs> like it does to you. Like I didn't even know it was on a Sunday till you said it but Oh uh,
1: yes.
0: yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't remember it. But his um uh, I mean he didn't he didn't play that well in the game. Yeah. Right? Right, uh, yeah no, but, he uh, didn't well he yeah. didn't at the
1: beginning. At you the know, beginning, he, right. He warmed up but, you know, yeah, he had on the his shorts was on backwards.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't. Did you know that? I don't. I don't remember I that either. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know
1: that I did all, I think I was so amazed that he, that had he was coming 45 back. Forty-five on.
0: Right.
1: You know he, his baseball number. I was just shocked.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I was like, wow. And you know, we know he didn't want to wear because that was when his daddy saw Last, him. Last um, right? It was an emotional game for him. Like I said, his shorts was on backwards. He needed a moment on the plane because that was his first game. That whole year was kind of like an emotional time for yeah. him because everything yeah. was a first. Right, my first on my dad, my first champ. You know, it was like everything was a first. Yeah. So, um, you know, they lost that game, and he struggled. You know, earlier on, and <laughs> what amazed me, you know, I mean, it happened eighteen months and. Orlando Magic was no joke at that time. Oh my gosh!
0: Right, it was good. It was they were really so good. cold. Yeah. They
1: were so freaking cold. And when Nick Anderson said forty five isn't twenty three, oh my gosh!
0: Right, and if we, as we've seen in this documentary, anything like that, even <laughs> even if it's made good. up, even if it's made up sorry, <laughs> it, it ain't.
1: Made up. It, <laughs> it ain't good. good. Yeah, it just wasn't
0: good for he just.
1: Yeah. It's it's so funny. Um, I had a friend. And she, she had she went to Jackson State, but she was living out of town. I think she was living, yeah, she was living in Florida. She was dating Nick Anderson, so I'm still staying with my parents at the time. We was, you know, still in our 20s, early twenties. And Nick used to call the house because you know we didn't. I don't think we had. Nah, did she have a cell phone? No, we didn't have cell phones then. And she gave him my dad's number. I mean, my my house number. So my dad answered yeah. the phone, and he was like, "I can still hear him, son." Um, tell such and such um, telephone for her, and I was like, "Who is it, Daddy?" He was like, "Girl, no, somebody named Nick." And so I was running <laughs> in the room. I was like, "Oh my god!" And he was like, "I said, yeah, I said, Daddy, that's Nick Anderson from Orlando. Got a <laughs> I said, "I'm for real." That's Nick so my dad, you know, you know, gets back on the phone to uh 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 Nick. She'll be back with you in a minute. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, but it was just so funny. I mean, little stories like that. I don't know how I ended up – I got another one when we get to Seattle, but it's just so funny how I ended up, you know, like with these little stories with these players. Right. It's, it's hilarious. But, you know, when he, t- when he said that, of course, you know, Mike, he returns with number 23, and, you know, he back to him old self. It's just, like you said, that fuel, he needed sometimes the fuel to kind of get him going. Yeah. I, I was just like, what, what will people learn? I, I don't understand.
0: <laughs>
1: just, I don't get it. But, you know, although they lost, you know, to the Magic, that celebration was fuel for him to get ready for the next season. And, you know, as we know, he started getting his basketball body together. And, you know, he just started, you know, working out. And I like what he said, though. And this can go for anybody who is an entertainer or has a um, business, you know, entrepreneur. If you're going to take three hours out of your day to watch me, I'm obligated to give you my best. I love what he said. Yeah, yeah, that
0: said a lot. Of, that said a lot about him because you know these players today they do this
1: I was quote unquote thinking. low
0: low management and you know having to take some games off. And I mean he understood that. He understood the people who were paying his money and coming to see him play, and a lot of people don't respect that like they should. I don't think. And there are some players who do. I mean, most. I mean, there's a lot of players who do, but. There are some players who, you know, they looking more to big picture. So I need to take this night off, and you know, right. I need to rest my body. I mean, Kawhi is kind of notorious for <laughs> taking days off, and
1: unbelievable. But
0: but at the end of the season, you know, he's playing for a champion championship. So I mean, just a matter of I think these players now are more they're not thinking about the fans as much as as players right. back then, maybe.
1: Right, and I mean, I was I was about to ask you about that, but you answered that question, so. There you have it. I mean I totally agree. I think it's just it's different. But when I read that I mean when he said that I was Yeah, like, yeah, that was yeah. I typed it and I'm like, Oh my gosh. He was like, yeah. you, you know, I'm right. obligated to give you my bet. And that goes to singers, um, you know right. yeah. entrepreneurs. If you, if you're paying you your do, money,
0: because 'cause you're paying big money for those tickets, so yeah, you as an entertainer and a performer, you I mean you owe your fans that.
1: You oh, just like you know, um, you know. Speaking of performing, I love her. I, I, you know, but I won't go see her because I have a problem with people being late already. Um, Lauren Hill.
0: <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> so I went to see Lauren Hill here in New Orleans like two years ago. How and late she, was she? No, no, she wasn't late. It's was like a she was supposed to be a jazz fest a few years ago, and she never showed up. But
1: so she didn't this, come.
0: This is a jazz fest, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like, she ended up casting something. But the show I went to, like, two years ago, she actually showed up, and she was on time, and we went. It was like, and she's put on a great show. I, I was expecting, I wasn't even expecting the show to be that good, but I had never seen her, so I wanted to see her.
1: I love
0: her. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm a big fan of her, but I just thought she was going to, I mean, I heard so many stories about her shows, and, you know, sometimes she might just start going on, like, some long, 30-minute rant about something. So I was just expecting the worst, and she did. She came out and put on, like, like a really great show, and I was just really surprised. And I don't know if I just happened to catch her on a good night or what, but, uh, well, I but guess,
1: yeah, I mean, I she's, she's, she's definitely somebody heed. who needs to. She's taking heed to the information yeah. are, you know, saying about her because right. it's like, my thing is this. She's talking about I need some time. But when you sign that contract, right? you knew what time. Like, I have to sign contracts when I do shows. I know right. what time I'm supposed to be on the stage. Right. So I, you know, I, well, you know, since you told me that, I, I, you know, if I hear about her, you know, coming near the near here or wherever, yeah, I, I, cause I really want to see her.
0: Yeah. That's um, how I was. I want I want to see her because I was like such a big fan of hers, and uh, but that's like such a part of her reputation now.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: if that's you say exactly. Lauren Hill now, like people gonna always, as soon as you say something about Lauren Hill, they're gonna say, well, she, you think she gonna show up? Like that's just. So hopefully she's doing what she can now to share that image, but she definitely did yeah. that that particular night.
1: I hate that. Yeah, I agree. That's the first thing you think about. So, okay, August 95, MJ starts him, his first film Space Jam. Warner Brothers builds the the Jordan Dome in order for MJ to work out and continue to get in shape for the next season. And, you know, he was, like, reconstructing his whole body because the stuff you do for baseball. It's totally right. different what you do for basketball. But what amazed me, all the superstars came out and played pickup games with Mike, which ultimately was to help him get in shape to beat them. <laughs> right. You know, some said those were like the best pickup games they ever played. Does it show how how these superstars really felt about NBA?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think. I mean, you go back to the Dream Team or just whatever. Anytime you see a pickup game and. And he's involved. You just hear these stories about just how memorable those games were. I, I know some people, even from Jackson, who I mean, some guys who were you know willing to play college ball that they may have gone to like some camps that Jordan played at, and they just tell stories about how competitive those camps were and just how fun it was. I think everybody, I think when you're on the court with him, you feel like you you probably got to step your game up more than you ever mm-hmm. have before. That's and I think, it. and I think all those guys just. So I think the game just even better than you know than a game you see even a regular season game in the NBA because I think sometimes they might coast in those games a little bit, but Mm -hmm. in those pickup games I think people just they just seem to go at it just based on the stories I've heard. I mean I've never attended one and never got a chance to see any of those games, but every time you hear a story about him, it's it's the same.
1: You know, and I mean I, I agree with what you're saying, and it's like they knew how competitive he was. But it showed they really respected and liked him as a basketball player. Because I mean, because what you said, it had they had to up the game. Right. And it's like if I'm gonna play against somebody, it might as well be the goat. And right. you know, even though I know he's gonna kick my butt next season, you know, let me, let me, you know, I mean, it was like when they showed Robert Ory and Reggie Miller, and all these people right. coming to this, you know, they they're flying in to the door Dome to play with him. And right. that was so freaking dope to me. I, I yeah. mean, I never knew that. That was dope. Yeah, I, really yeah I, didn't know, I didn't know about that one either, about the Space Channel stuff, nah. Yeah, so that that was really cool. Now, let's talk about Petty Mike. Um, <laughs> when I say I laugh so on this segment because it was like any slight ind- indignation he felt you you did to him. You was gonna pay, and the funniest, LeBrefer Smith. You know, we moving back to
0: ninety three. Played (laughs) the bullets,
1: right? Scored thirty seven points, and Mike said he said, "Nice game." (laughs) Right. Um, The next game they played in Washington, Mike scored thirty six. He told somebody he was gonna score the points he scored in the first first half. half. He scored thirty six points, which is just bananas. Right. Now MJ was then asked um, did Smith say anything to him? And he was like, No, nah, I made it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> could this extreme competitiveness be a mental issue? I'm serious. <laughs> uh I don't know if
0: it's m I don't know if it's a mental issue, but he definitely um <laughs> had to always create something. And we talked about this a little bit last time. Mean, I just yeah. that's just what he does. He just he has to create something to to drive him sometimes. To because,
1: drive him. Yeah. That poor boy ain't said nothing to him. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And even if he and if he said good game, like yeah, I, I
0: don't I don't I don't know how he took it if he did. Say that. I mean, it was, you, good game is just what you say anyway. So, <laughs> no. uh, regards to no, how he, the person no, no, played. Uh
1: uh-huh, He said he said nice game, Mike.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But even nice that, what's game. wrong?
1: What's wrong with that?
0: Unless I mean, if he said it and thought he was. I don't know, but even yeah.
1: Like, oh, you trying to say
0: you, right, oh, you right. had a better
1: game because you had thirty-seven right. points. I, I don't know. I, you know, it amazed me. It I mean, when I said I laughed, I scream, I laughed out loud for real because I'm like, when he said, no, nah, I, I made it up." It's just, it was, you know, even with BJ, you know, okay, BJ knew better. BJ played with Mike,
0: but even what BJ did wasn't bad. I mean, he made a big shot and he. I mean he, No, I mean,
1: but when he it was he when, he, to the, he, when he looked, looked to at, the bench at, Right.
0: <laughs> but to me <laughs> I mean that wasn't that bad. I mean, if you get a big side of the playoffs you gonna get emotional and you I don't know, I just think well like when yeah. Pippen dunked on you and I mean he did something spike lee and you just that's just what you do, you get caught up in the moment. So I'm just but saying
1: ain't nobody like Mike. Think about it. When he looked at that that bench in Mike mind he was saying <laughs> I know what y'all do. I got y'all <laughs> number <laughs> point game, you know, and it's just like right. that did something to him. And he, I mean, I mean, that was they. That was the only game they won. It was right. over. It was just right. like you know him. You already know how he a fool when it comes to being competitive. So right. why would you even do that? Because right. now y'all don't even have a chance to win. Right. It's, it's but over.
0: They, but when you think about it, really. They probably didn't have a chance to win anyway. So if you BJ, go ahead and you had your moment. Go ahead and you know stick your chest out and beat it, whatever you want to do uh, for a minute. But yeah, the boys are gonna beat them anyway. So it, it didn't. <laughs> I, I mean, Mike's Mike, Mike said that influenced him, but yeah, he, they were gonna beat
1: them anyway. <laughs> I just just crazy. I mean, I call him petty Mike. I mean, that's yeah. all. I mean i was I just not know he was just petty, but it is hilarious it's so and then funny. he did it
0: with he did it again with George Carl, which I mean, you might talk about that i guess you know Y'all he said George Carl okay right. <laughs> I won't get ahead of myself then, but I was just showing you a, i mean it's just a
1: know we, we, we can actually get into that so you see him at the same restaurant he'll speak <laughs> I saw an interview i my, i mean George Carl interviewed. On the show after, did you did you watch it Sunday night?
0: No, but I remember watching something, and they said they were going to talk to George Carl, and I think they ended up calling before they for got to. Got to so episode. I didn't even I didn't hear what he I didn't hear what he said.
1: Please watch it this week, because I mean, when I say I've been getting some nuggets off of them shows, um, but he interviewed George Carl was like, he, whoever he was with, he was like, now you know if you don't speak to him, he gonna act a certain way, and he actually did it on purpose. He said. And he said, but at the end of Mike's career, he just started making stuff up just to win. Yeah. Just to, you know, have something to fuel him to win. Right. And, you know, so it's 96. The Bulls meet the Western Conference champ the Sonics, Supersonics in the finals. And this was a tough series. Um, you know, this was one, first of all, like I mentioned earlier, this was one of the first You know, it was one of the first since his dad died for him, his first final. First final, yeah. And, you know, it was just like, you know, it was an emotional. He's older now. You know, even though he was, what, 32? Yeah, he was 32 because his birthday is in February. So he was 32, but he had been in the league since he was 21. So he's older now. He's emotional, still about his father. And d p the glove Gary Payton Gary, you know says that he had been asking Carl to put him on, you know, Mike, and he wished he had a got on earlier, but yeah, Carl said he was trying to protect him, but as he on that interview he did Sunday he said as he looked back, he wished he had a put d p on him earlier because First, yeah, yeah, do you think it would have made a difference would it have slowed down, Mike,
0: I think it. Well, Gary Payton, that and I can't remember who they played in the who Seattle played the series before that, but he had like injured his a muscle in his calf or something. So I think they were kind of hesitant could in anyway to to put him mm-hmm. on him at the beginning, but um, I mean, they lost and I don't know it. Was, I think it it possibly could have pushed that series to seven, I think. And I, and I know Jordan tried to laugh it off like, oh, that didn't have anything to do with it, but I do think Gary Payton's defense on him. Um, you know, I think it made that it changed the series. Obviously, I mean, and I think it
1: changed the series. Yeah,
0: I think he he defended Jordan better than most people did. I mean, you look at where Jordan averaged the first two games and then the last four games. It was a a significant difference. So, uh, you know, I I, I didn't think it was really cool when Jordan tried to laugh it off, but. You know, I mean, he, like, he like just busts out laughing, like like it's a joke. And,
1: I know. I mean, Gary Payton,
0: Gary Payton is one of the best <laughs> defensive guards of all time. So it ain't like it was, you know. uh um, doable, yeah. Yeah,
1: doable.
0: right. Yeah. I mean, he like it. It wasn't like it was Danny Ainge or somebody. I mean, this was Gary Payton, a guy who's known for his defense. So you right. know, just, it's okay to give him do this prop. I mean, thirty years later, it ain't gonna make you look bad if you give Gary Payton his prop. So yeah. Uh. At least don't laugh at him. You could have just said,
1: Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he, he played. You know, he,
0: he's a tough guy. He, you know, you know, right, but. he busted up. Right, he's like, Right. <laughs>
1: to the point where it's like, I want to play him now.
0: <laughs> right, right. If he could find you him know, now, I'm sure he would, he would do it. Yeah. That's a proven.
1: That is so crazy. I mean, it's just, you know, as we know, they won the series 4, to two, four, four to 2, and he won that on five today which right. is very emotional and significant championship because, again, it was the first without his dad. It was on Father's Day. And we see Mike, you know, he wouldn't let the ball go. And he's on the floor, you know, in the locker room area just, you know, balling. He is weeping. He's crying. That's, right. you know, second time. Like, I, I have a book. Um, I forgot the name of it. Somebody gave it to me. It's I think it says Air Jordan. I can't remember, but that picture is in that book of him on the floor right. crying. But we at you know, so seeing it, you know, we seeing it last Sunday weeping like he did. You know, those are the only two times I saw him weep then and then for Kobe this year, right. and those men were very significant in his life. And it's just, it was a lot, you know, yeah. it was emotional for him. And that,
0: that thing of him weeping like. And that's how they ended the episode. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I, we had all seen the picture, but I had never seen the, and I think we knew he was the emotional in the picture, the, the, but we had never seen him like, yeah, we had never, I had never seen that. And I don't think, I don't know if anybody ever seen that, uh, I, I footage of him like, like him weeping like that and, you know, turning over. And, I mean, he was, yeah, I mean, that was, that was just raw emotion there. I mean, that wasn't, because there have been some times when, I think it was, probably Kobe, like, the, I remember the first time, I don't know if it was the first time Kobe won it, but one time Kobe won one, and he was clutching the trophy, and he was crying, and to me, I ain't saying he was faking the crying, but it didn't even <laughs> seem, it didn't even seem real, it seemed like Kobe was trying to be Jordan at that moment. Mm. So I don't even know if it was legit. But this time, I mean, I, that was just like, I mean, you knew that was real, like, man, it wasn't no.
1: Oh, that was real.
0: That wasn't no, that wasn't nothing on no show. That was,
1: like, legit. That was because that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like, Dad, you know, I did it. You know, yeah. cause in his mind, he probably was like, Can I even do it without him? Right. And so that was a, it was like, I did it for you, but I did it without you being here in the physical. Right. And then, and for I it to be Father's Day. I mean, right. Just, yeah. It being Father's Day, and then the fact that you you was able to prove to people, I'm still Michael Jordan. Right. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, last yeah. year I came back, you know, things didn't go well, but I'm still MJ. Right. So And if
0: if he had retired at that point, if Mike had said, you know what, that's it, like he had won three and came back and won another,
1: mm-hmm. like to me,
0: that would have been like a – he could have ended it right there and I would have been like, No, you've you no. done it all. But I'm glad, no. I'm glad he didn't, but I'm just saying. No,
1: sir. No. No, I
0: agree. But I'm just saying that would have been a
1: Yeah, but you know uh, that would have been that would have been that would have been good though. I it'd it have
0: been a fair. fitting ending, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I mean just come back and do it for your dad and walk away, but
1: you no. Know, he did, he came
0: back and added to his <laughs> to his legacy.
1: Right. So remember I told you I have like these crazy stories with these players. <laughs> 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 so the first one, John Kemp. I used to work at SkyTail. Remember how they used to have to you have to call in and get your um, message on a pager to people.
0: Remember Yeah, that? yeah. I work at Scottell, too, so yeah. I know. Okay, yeah. so
1: you know. So I Yeah, the I customer,
0: customer messaging, yeah. Yep, customer
1: messaging. That was like the,
0: weird, that was the weirdest thing to me that people would actually call in. Oh, my and, Man,
1: and I knew people,
0: so I, I used to hear so many stories about all oh, these celebrities calling in. And, right.
1: You know, yeah. So anyway, oh, go no. ahead. To that's how I found out her and Gwen together in 96. She was like, you're like the inquirer. She would call me every night, and I kid you not. She was like, "You see, I don't have any friends." The Olympics was going on. This was '96, and she would be sending messages to him. And but I, I talked to uh, everybody. It was just so right. easy. John Kemp calls in one night. the The finals was going on between them and the Bulls. So you know me, I'm. I was like, uh, I don't know why I think I I could just and so I did his page. I you know I read it back to him. I said, um. Right oh, and you know you guys are going to lose to the Bulls, right? <laughs> so, you know, he was like, what? And, he, and so we, you know, again, talking noise, and it was it was cute. Um, the next year, 97, I'm in Cancun, and Della's with me. So Della, can, she can vouch for this story. We in Cancun, and I see Gary, and I was like, oh, my God, did Gary Payton. So I was like, let's see if he'll take a picture with us. So it was, it was like five girls. And I said, but now I'm, in my mind, I'm like, don't talk no bull crap till you get the picture. <laughs> so right. I, you know, he takes the picture and I'm gonna post that picture. He takes the picture and after I took it, I said, go, bulls. <laughs> he just looked at me, shook his head, and walked off. But it was just, I'm like, why are they talking crazy to these men? But it was, <laughs> I'm so, I'm competitive, can't play basketball. I'm very, when it comes to my team, you know, I talk a bunch of crap, but. You know, The last part of that segment, we see the Eastern Conference Finals against the Pacers, and Reggie Miller says he vowed that he would retire Michael Jordan. Of course we know that was a lie, but (laughs) do you think most of the players knew the only way for them to win a ring was to retire MJ?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think at that point, yeah, you knew that. You knew you had to go through him, and as long as he's playing,
1: <laughs> You're know, not gonna get. One. You ain't. You ain't. You probably ain't gonna
0: get one. Yeah. I mean, you just look at all the Hall of Famers who he denied a ring to. So yeah, I oh, think man. they they knew that. Yeah. And the Pacers. Well, I mean, it'll, it'll come up Sunday, I guess. I mean, they they did take the Bulls to seven games, which not not many people could do. So that yeah, that
1: and those really was, good Pacers ooh,
0: team too. They were good. It
1: really was. I was nervous yeah. as crap. Oh my god, yeah. I can't wait for Sunday. So. Um, well, that's one thing I'm looking forward to, just seeing that because I'm like how they left it at that. You know, they yeah, yeah, it. and right. I'm like, oh, so, oh, oh, so you're gonna retire, Mike? Okay, so that was cute. That was cute, Reggie. It was cute. Yeah. So and, actually, they, they they still
0: gotta do the, they gotta do the '97 and the '98 finals, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they got
0: yeah, do. they got both of them. They got
1: to yeah, yeah, which so. is both Utah, but yeah. So that's gonna be, you know, I'm, I'm. That's gonna be interesting. I'm excited about it. Sad at the same time, but you know, like yeah. I said, it can't go on forever. Yeah.
0: And Mike, Michael said that he thought this this documentary was gonna make him look bad, and I don't think it. I mean, it obviously, it's had its moments, but I don't think it made him look as bad as he thought it would. It really is. Like he I don't was. know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby.
0: No, i just gonna say I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Unless something else comes out Sunday, but I don't know what else cause, I mean. I think he, I mean, he got through the the gambling stuff and he got through the criticizing of his teammates. And to me, those were the only, you know, two big red flags. I, I don't I don't think they made him look as bad as he thought. That's all I was gonna say. Oh,
1: we didn't talk about um, him and Steve Kerr. You know, when he hit. Oh yeah,
0: Steve.
1: yeah, That <laughs> yeah. was. I'm like, wow. But.
0: But I think even that that happens sometimes. I mean, it don't, it don't happen a lot, and but I mean, it does happen. I mean, teammates get into it and.
1: It kind and of I makes know. their relationship stronger, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause most times, you know? players just get, they understand it, and they just, you know, they move past it.
1: But Mike was a bully. Yeah, he, was oh, he, oh
0: he, was definitely, he was definitely a bully.
1: He was a bully, but I appreciate him for calling him immediately to apologize, because he, yeah. he was out of line, you know. Yeah. You you, you don't hit no, gro- I mean, even though Kirk, you know, pushed him in the chest, hit him in the right. chest, but you don't hit nobody in the eye. Right. And it's just. You know, I
0: saw I saw people tripping because he didn't have Steve Kerr's phone number. I think back then, I don't know if you just because that was like pre-cell phone. Did you even have cell? You may have had like a little car phone or something, but it wasn't like it wasn't like we yeah. walk around now where everybody has a phone. I mean, it just I mean, I, I to me, it wasn't even a big deal. But I saw people tripping. It, like,
1: it's not a big deal. They're trying yeah. to find anything, right? Like you know, they're they're still uh, you know where Craig Hyde First of all, I know. Personally, through a friend in chicago she she met well, I'm not going to get into that, but Craig said some things they don't like each other, so he may not yeah. be in this I, now right. he was a very intricate part of the bull yeah. team when they want I want to see him on there, but Craig is shady too, so don't make it seem like it's just Mike I know some stuff that he told to my friend that he didn't even know her about Mike. His yeah. personal life, and yeah. he
0: was a lion. So, yeah. if they haven't introduced Craig Hyde yet, I don't. I mean, I don't really see him coming into the last. Yeah, I don't think not at this point. But yeah,
1: I, mean, I think that now, 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 I mean, you just kind
0: of. Yeah, at this point, you just kind of just got to wrap up those that last. I mean, and that like, last he, series. I think you got to really go and you know you got to kind of go in depth of that series. I guess. Uh,
1: yeah, but, I agree. I mean, it, you know, but it's just I hate that he wasn't on there, but. I mean they had they had um Isaiah and Mike don't like him, but right. you know, but it is what it is. So whatever. Well, that's our show for today. Rod, thank you so much again. I'm so enjoying this. I like the idea of <laughs> us doing some music stuff. That'll be fun. Um yeah. but let the listeners know how they can follow you on social media.
0: Uh Twitter is Rod Walker Nola and on Instagram is R Walker nineteen oh six. Okay. A little A you gotta be tripping on the on the SkyTail stuff, uh <laughs> people uh, I
1: know.
0: I mean did you think about how crazy that is it is now if we had to and this is before cell phone, this is just pages, but I can't even imagine like calling somebody now and telling them to tell them this, you know, like I know, sharing that's
1: crazy. Like, <laughs> oh I no. but I say I I learned of and I'm not gonna call these people's names out, um of one Person, you know, when I found out that she was actually gay, her girlfriend called. I had to type that stuff. Yeah. Singer, you know, he was cheating. You know, had a girlfriend with his on his wife. I had to type that stuff, and on that one, you know, you have to repeat it back. And I didn't want to repeat. She was like, "Can you repeat, please?" I was so mad (laughs) because I'm like, I was, I'm like, I cannot believe he's cheating, but (laughs) it's just. I knew right. all of this people. you know, we knew all right. their business. It right. was crazy Right,
0: You can could, you even have a business like that now.
1: Oh, no. Because way.
0: People would like I mean, your stuff would be out it's there. Everything. Somebody would tell yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that was a lot that they were trusting y'all is, with people's information right. back there.
1: But But just like to me it says she said you're like the inquirer. She was like, Please don't tell anybody right. every day and I'm like, I'm not I like, said, But can you solid? Right. Can you introduce me to Anthony? I mean, um, you know, Penny <laughs> <laughs> She was like, this girl, you know, but I mean, we, we would talk like every night. She was so sweet. I, I mean, it yeah. was just, it was hilarious. But right. yeah. Well, you can follow me on She Says She Safe Sports on Facebook and She Says She Safe Sports 23M IG. Thank you for joining us today. And until next time, this is Sonia with She Says She Safe Sports. And I will see you on the radio. I was trying my best. Not to – we didn't want an hour and twenty-four minutes.
0: <laughs> no, I just looked at that, and we didn't really talk about nothing. Well, beforehand. no, but
1: no, so I no really it's an hour and fourteen because we talked about ten minutes. We oh, so we didn't. We didn't before. talk
0: that long this time. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, we did But didn't still, talk
0: hours,
1: Yeah. Okay. But I was trying my best to get it under hour. I'm so sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, but um, but it, but yeah, that was good. I, that was. I really liked this series. It was pretty. It was just different from all the other series. Yeah. Because I think it kind of kind of focused on what he was going through as a person. Right, right. I mean, and yeah. they didn't really
0: venture off on anybody else.
1: Mm, you're right.
0: Other than a little Scotty, 1.8 second
1: thing. But other than that, yeah, i I'm, I'm hoping they stay off of that. I hope that I don't want to hear nothing less about Scotty unless it's just <laughs> him. Because I'm, I'm sick of them doing him dirty. So yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. But, yeah, so. Other than that, thank you so much. And what was you sent? No, it was something I sent you. Who was I, who did I send you? That's gonna have um another. That's gonna have a documentary. Who was it I sent you last week?
0: That's gonna have a documentary.
1: Yeah, I thought I let me look at the text. Hmm. I thought I sent you something. I don't oh, 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 um, um, black ball with um. Oh. The, yeah, with the um owner of the Clippers.
0: Oh that's yeah, yeah, we're we're Donald Trump. comes
1: yeah, out yeah. on May 18th on yeah. TV. I don't
0: even know I what the, TV is. Oh, that's right. Cause you sent it to me, and when you sent it to me, I looked at it. and Whatever that thing was, you said, yeah, I didn't know what it was either. I was like, I ain't gonna even be able to watch this. Yeah. so But I
1: don't, but I, don't know I know. maybe TV. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I really – I may have to download it to watch it because I want to see Yeah, yeah, that's
0: going to be good. Yeah, that's going to be, like, really good.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, why why would they do it with this station? I don't know. Because it's Will Packer, so I'm like, he could have, you know, right. I don't know. Maybe he – that's his thing. His um, Queeby is his – I don't know what it is, but that's going to be really good. So, yeah. um, Well, I guess we can just get ready for the last one. And, um, dang, I mean, it's kind of sad, but it is it <laughs> yeah. is. I wonder if
0: they could have if they could have done it with an hour, if they had stretched it over eight weeks, would that'd have been too much? I'm saying like Holy you just watch an hour. Seconds. I'm saying if ESPN had just shown
1: oh, instead of doing one, two one episodes second. a week, just doing
0: one episode a week. Oh.
1: Yeah, but at the time long. I guess
0: you probably don't know how you didn't know how long this coronavirus stuff was gonna be anyway, but
1: That's and one true. hour or
0: Sunday might have been too quick, but I don't know, I mean we still would have been I don't know, we still would have liked it.
1: though. I think, yeah, we would have still liked it, but I think I'm glad they did do it the way they did it because I promise when you look down, you'd be like, it's 9 45 Right,
0: right. That's how, (laughs)
1: yep. And so it it was just like the time was going by so quick, so I'm glad that they did did two each.
0: Right. And it's not not even a lot of commercials either. It's not like you you watch someone on Lifetime, they got commercials. It ain't even like that. I mean, it's like, Four commercials pretty much in an hour. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah it flies by. So, Every
1: yeah, time. I mean, it flies by. So um, I just, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just like what I'm going to do the Sunday after that. All I right. have no clue. I'll figure something yeah. out. But I'm not going to hold you. We've been, I try my best to not keep us on here that long. But, um, right. but I will talk to you next week. All, All right. right. Bye. All 18 plus.